VIP Access with Aniko. Welcome to VIP Access Podcast. This is episode 11. I'm really, really excited because I'm about to interview somebody who's about to change the game in this industry. You know, when people are having talks saying what's happening to the Kenyan female rappers, Nikita Nani, Anasema. I'm very happy to be hosting a female artist who's super dope. She's edgy, she's assertive, she's bold. She inspires me to be who I want to be. And I think that's part of her way of spreading her gospel. Ladies and gentlemen, Ruby Take me, take me. I'm looking for gigs. <laughs> I'm looking to be paid, but for you, I'll do it for free. Hey, girl. <laughs> okay. It's so great to see you and to, to meet you. you. You are so beautiful. Thank you, girl. Yes, Thanks. girl. Like, when you sent me your bio and pictures, I just look at the pictures like, look at this beauty. God, thank you. I uh, that. That's really sweet. You are just beautiful. I, I love it. I love it. And thank you so much for coming through. I know you're a busy woman between recording, performing, and mm-hmm. other hassles. Yeah. here and there mm-hmm. so i want to first get into my first encounter with you mm-hmm. i didn't know about you until last year when you put out your record groovy way yeah, the deluxe. deluxe edition because there was the first album that came out in 2021 mm-hmm. and then last year there was a deluxe edition that included a collaboration with butros mm-hmm. and assume gave mm-hmm. and that's when i was like yo this chick is badass and so I wanted to actually ask you, like, before that album and before the first one, where were you? Is it me only that didn't discover you? Or did you just, like, come out now with a record or were you already doing some substantial work? So I started doing, like, music professionally in 2018. Just before COVID, kind of. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like during the period of COVID is when people started to know me because I started off doing freestyles on Instagram. And then uh, I put that on pause when I went to uni because I was like, uh, my dad was on my... <laughs> so I was like, okay, um, yeah. So in 2018 is when I started putting out more like um, freestyles during quarantine, and that's when I got a couple of like recognitions with from Calligraph and some other artists. So I started taking it seriously 2018, and then I was just recording, releasing tracks on SoundCloud, just releasing music and boom play. Never really came out with a project of work because I was still trying to figure out my sound and what I really wanted for the project. So yeah. I started back in 2018, but like, yeah, I released my first official EP in 2021 in March and I was really excited. The feedback was really nice. So, yeah. You're just not stopping since 2021. Can't stop. You know, (laughs) because you came now with the Deluxe Edition and then you also had another collaborative album with Asum Gave, who I know and I follow so much for a long time. How did that collaboration album come about? Did you already know him? from back in the days because he's been in the industry for quite some time. Yeah. So um, I met Aysam Gavi also around in 2018 as well. We went, we met, I think, at City Boy Entertainment. There's a studio on Bagadi Road and I was so fascinated by him. I felt like I've never had a rapper who sounded like that. He's one of my favorite rappers, Kenyan rappers. Yeah. So when I heard him rap, we did a song together at that time. I was like, bro, where have you been? Like, I've never had a, a Kenyan rapper who raps like you because he's so different. He's very eloquent. He, he can transition. And I was just like, ah, oh, this guy. So our friendship started back in 2018. And then like last year, we were just like, we were together in the studio at his studio. And I was like, bro, I think we should do the tape together. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And we did it. We did it like in a span of three months. Yeah, we did it. And I'm really proud of it because it was an experimental tape. There's a genre called Rage. 
like mostly like Playboy Cardi type sounds. So it was a different genre for both of us, but mm. it came together so well. So yeah, Isam Gavi, shout out to him. He's really, really good. Fantastic. So. Fantastic. And I read in your bio that Musao yeah. from the AD family, um, who's also managing Butras for a long time, actually kind of dragged you into the studio. Yeah. So it's funny because I was trying to be an artist and my parents were like, girl, you don't have to pay for yourself. If you think you go, we're paying with that shit. That's not what happens. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I met Sumsao when I took a, like a sem break from uni and I was trying to do the music. So I was really pushing it. I was like, I'm not going to let anything stop me from doing it because it's something I've always been passionate about, but I've always just put it in the back because I've always tried to just not trying to clash with my folks. Of course. Yeah, so, and I know a lot of people who are going through that, but you just have to keep pushing and you have to be hard-headed yeah. and just do your thing. And actually, my friend Risha is the one who knew Msao and she was like, I have a friend who I think I can introduce you to and can help you out and maybe get you, like, to get into a studio. And I was like, wow, just like, yeah, show me, let's go. So I met Msao in 20, early 2018. He took me to the studio, I met Butchos, I met Lamario, who's one of my producers, and he was like, you can come and like make music here anytime you want to because he had my freestyles he was like i really like your freestyles and i think you have like great potential so you have my support so i started recording at the mario studio with himself and butros i remember butros was the first person who recorded me so we've developed like a friendship and now they're like my family oh that's so nice that is so nice isn't it amazing to meet like you know similar creatives and they see what you want to achieve, they see a part of them in you mm-hmm. and they see, oh, she needs this kind of space, she needs this kind of support. Yeah. Then they hold your hand. Yeah. That explains so much. Like, when did you start rapping? I started spitting, well, it was like an 11, yeah, yeah. And I had Nicki Minaj for the first time. Mm. And I was like, who is this woman? I want to be like this woman. So I started rapping. I would do like most of her freestyles and try to write my freestyles, which sucked. But I was just slowly just writing. I've always been like a writer. I've always mm-hmm. tried, like written. So it just developed. It came so easy for me because it's writing is something that I've always loved doing. So with the hip hop, with rapping, when I was very, very young from when I was a kid, my parents were just like, oh, okay. And yeah, I loved it. I've always loved like rapping, singing. I was in choir in high school, mm. which is so weird. <laughs> but yeah, I was in choir and that's how it started. But you're most comfortable rapping. I'm most comfortable okay, rapping. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Growing up in Kenya, you know, listening to music, who are the rappers who inspired you? Issa, like hands down, Issa inspired me from the first time I had him. And Tupac, my, my older sister, her name is Metabel. She was like someone I always looked up to because she always came back home and played us the coolest stuff like Tupac. And my sisters and too. So, yeah. so I was just like, so now she knew all the words. So she dropped to me and I was like, yeah, I want to know that. And Issa was just always the artist who I was like, yeah, like resonating with his rhyme flow, his storytelling was just awesome. So Issa, Nonini, Nazizi. Mm-hmm. I really liked Estelle, mm-hmm. still like Estelle. Estelle is really dope. But I feel like I really grew up with a lot of Issa and mm-hmm. Nini. Okay. Yeah. And so when you hear people, you know, saying stuff like, we don't have Kenyan female rappers or they're dead or what's happening, what does that make you feel like or what do you want to do to change that situation? Because like knowing you, discovering you, I'm just like, we do have yeah. female rappers. We have so many. Yeah. So, so many, like so many dope female rappers that people don't really give time to or like don't get this opportunity. Like, for example, right now I'm getting an opportunity to talk to you, which is amazing. I feel like there's also this sort of ignorance when it comes to like female rappers because, you know, guys just want to 
listen to the same music and don't want to experiment. But I feel like we're already breaking that border of just listening to specific artists. I feel like there's so many female artists who are coming up and they're coming out and they're pushing for themselves. So just another like reminder to these artists to just keep pushing because their voices are being heard. Female rappers are very, very much felt right now. People are still saying that the female rappers are not represented. I feel like that's a that's a lie. Who are the female rappers that you think like you all should listen to these mm-hmm. rappers because there's a lot of ignorance out there. And actually on the last episode of this podcast, I was speaking to Modaka mm-hmm. and she was also saying like when she won Anna Frima, mm-hmm. like a lot of people are commenting on her page instead of congratulating her. Kenyans were like, we don't know you. Um, maybe it's people from Tanzania who voted like such ignorance. Like the takeout from that conversation was like, you might not know somebody, but it's your job to actually discover them. Or it's my job if I know somebody to expose them to. Yeah. So if you don't mind, expose us to some of these rappers. Who are these? Mm-hmm. Female rappers that I really like. There's a, there's a shorty called Tulia. She's a really, really good rapper. She's a female rapper from Rungai. There's also Steph the Rapper. But I feel like how she really has a really yeah, presence. She really has a presence. But I'm surprised if some people still don't yeah. know Steph. Yeah, but, I feel yeah. like there are a couple of people who will also be like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, there's so many that I've I've met. There's this girl that I met recently who blew my mind. The video that went viral that of like Kenyans doing some drill beats. And there was only one shot in that squad. I don't know what her name is, girl. But yeah, she's taking over slowly. You're going to see her presence. I'm just going to remember those names. I'm so it's sorry. okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about like just how you express yourself. You're very forthcoming, bold, assertive. Even some of the messages you sing about is like about female empowerment or yeah. just feeling good about yourself, whether you're male or, or female. Where do you yeah. get that from? So the same thing you said about like the females not being represented. Coming out as a female artist back in 2018, I remember I went for like all the open mics. I was going for all the open mics because I was like, Hey, you are coming. Hard. I need <laughs> to Then I met Sheila Kwamboka and she put me on the hip hop garage. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, those hip hop garage. And I am so pro-female empowerment. I love My it. music stands for females. My videos only have women in my videos and I will keep on pushing that narrative. Not because I don't like men, but I'm, I feel like for a long time, women have not been represented properly. Yeah. And we've always just had this prop type of situation. We're just there to yeah. sit and look pretty. Yes. And we have so much more than that. So for me, I will always be pushing female, um, even my music, I was, I'm always saying like women should be confident. They should just go out and do what they want to do because the sky is the limit. You're as good as you want to be. So that's always the message that I've always wanted to push with the women. And that's the narrative that I'm pushing with my brand. It's just female empowerment, female everything. I love it. I love it. As you continue on your journey as a rapper, have you experienced any sort of beef in the industry? Because it's always existing in the rap spaces where someone's like, oh, no, you're not good enough. Or even it's like you're dissing me, but you're just like, I'm not dissing you. I'm just singing about something. Mm. So has that happened to you and how did you handle it? It's definitely, it's happened to me, (laughs) even with the comments, (laughs) tweets. But I've always just been the person who doesn't really pay that much attention to that because I, um, earlier on in my career, remember the first time I was on Nairobi Gossip Club, one comment that I was just like, it gave me stress. <laughs> I was like, what? This person just really doesn't like me. They were just hating in that, that, that like one comment. Like just random, just like random fans. Yeah, it was just a random person. So they were posting and just saying like, oh, like a good rapper, yada, yada. So I was just like, what? This one. And I was so fixated on that one comment. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know why it, it had my feelings at that time. But I, as I kept on like progressing in my career, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for that comment. 
It was a really I bad comment. Bad I don't remember that comment because it was just it was really putting me down. And I feel like it's human nature for you to focus on on something negative when everyone is just like, why, why, yeah. why is this problem? But it helped me so much with myself and with my confidence. I feel like in this industry, if you're not confident, if you don't stand up for yourself and if you don't like give yourself that character, you won't survive because the industry ain't can and not everybody's going to like you. Yeah. So you also need to remember that and you just also need to focus on just keeping it positive and also just giving out love. When people give you hate, you give out love. I'm so pro giving out love because that's just the only way you can shut them up. If you just start um, fixating yourself, arguing with people on the internet, there's just people on the internet at the end of the day. Yeah. You're not going to live with them. You ain't going to wake up with them. So. And um, before the interview started, we were talking about like your busy days. Sometimes your day could start as early as 5 a.m. And we all know like artists sometimes are in the studio till very late at night. Yeah. So how are your days like? Are you a night studio brat or mm -hmm. what time is your preferred time to be in the studio? And then what are the things are you doing during the day like mm -hmm. just to get the hustle moving? Yeah, Um. so I, I love going to the studio at night. The vibe for the night is really amazing because I feel like that's when you're, I'm most creative. So my studio time is really from 3 or like from 2 p.m. If, it, if it's earlier on during the day, I feel like it's because I, if I have maybe a collaboration or anything. The other days, I'm, I've started doing something else on the side. So, yeah, now my days are more busy than they were. Before, before that, I was just doing... Do you want to say what you're doing on the side or it's a secret? Talk about it. It's a secret, you know. <laughs> but, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so. cool. That's cool. And what's your style like? Like, what's your music style or rapping style? And then what's your style, like your image? I describe my music as edgy rap, mm -hmm. edgy hip hop and rap and shrap because I am one to push boundaries. If you've heard my music, even my lyrics, the bit explicit, but also very, very, very lyrical. I feel like I, my, my raps are very, very intelligent because I take time with my raps <laughs> and I take that seriously. So yeah, um, and with my style, it's always edgy. Um, I love dressing up. Like I'm, I love doing my makeup. I love looking cute. I love. I actually, I'm such a girly girl. People be thinking I'm this tomboy. I'm not a tomboy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a girly girl. I love dressing up. I love dressing up a lot. So That's my nice. style is usually just cute and raunchy. Does it happen sometimes that you came to a freestyle or at a show and? grab the mic and start rapping, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Um. Especially like. Uh, the period between 2018 and 2021, when I was working with TDC Experience, they had these performances that used to happen at K1, and one happened at Move recently. I think last year, yeah, there's one that happened at Move. Most of the time, people usually just, whenever they hear me rap, they're like, wow, what? We don't know who you are. Where, where, and I'm like, it's almost like music. every time you, you're performing, it's like you're gathering new fans. Yeah, and I love that because it's always really a good feeling when you see people who don't know you who just immediately come for exactly. come, up, come up for you and it's a better um, reception than people yeah. see you like oh boring bye yeah, but it's like, wow, it's really bitter out there <laughs> for artists sometimes <laughs> go somewhere maybe with the audience I remember this, this one time I went to perform at like sometime in K1 and it was like not the audience not the target audience yeah. it was just mostly like 30, 40 olds and like uh, late 30 year olds who are just sitting so the only time they, they stood up was for an announced there's a song of men called an announced it's more like of a party song with this afro type vibe that's when mm -hmm. guys were like okay cool so i also commend artists because it's not everywhere and people will be like so yeah and um at the very moment like who are the rappers you're digging or even just other musicians like what kind of music are you listening to um right now i'm listening to i really like uh, baraka 
Swahili Papi. Yes. Yes, he's really, really good. I feel like he's a really, really good artist. I listen to a lot of Swahili Papi. I'm really vibing with uh, this Nigerian artist called Ladipo. I just discovered him like I think like two months ago, and I was like, "What? This guy is beef. He's a rapper, and he's he's so yeah. cool." Yeah, and Ladipo. So I'm listening right now. I'm listening to Ladipo, mm-hmm. and also I'm listening to Scissor's tape. I really like Scissor's tape. It's so beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, um, there's this shorty Alma. Mm-hmm. I just discovered her recently as well. We we performed at the same place mm-hmm. for Butrus's event. We performed the same place and I was like, whoa, she's also a shorty. Yeah, Alma is one of the shorties who is beef. I'm like, why is this shorty not put on? Because she's also beef. She's rapping. Nice. Dope. And I really like Chiomio. Oh, yeah. Chiomio is a dope artist. He is. is. So that's what I'm listening to right now. Internationally, my favorite rapper as always and will always be Kanye West. Besides the other other stuff, (laughs) we won't get into the other stuff, but he's always been my favorite artist. Kanye and Nicki Minaj. Nice, nice, nice. Thank you so much for coming so through to my podcast VIP Access. I love you so much. You I too. appreciate everything you do, how you do it. Thank you for the dope records. Thank you for working with Asim Gave. <laughs> Thank you for, you know, pushing the females to do what they want to do and kind of standing strong with the female empowerment agenda. I always yeah. say, like, to be a feminist is not just to say that you're one, but to actually do those things that create more opportunities. Yeah. Like you're saying, my videos only have females. That's so cool. Yeah. VIP access with Aniko. Give five tips to being a dope rapper. Uh, one, be authentic. Always be original. Just be yourself. Don't ever try to copy someone else's style. Be original. Second, don't ever stop working hard. And just working hard it always pays off. If you're not working hard, you won't see results. You're just chilling. You have to work hard. Okay. Third, keep the right people around you. People who motivate you. The, that saying that says, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Yeah. I really yeah. strongly believe in that because you're only as good as the people around you as well. Because if you if you put yourself with people who don't want to be inspired, who don't want to push boundaries, you won't be. We won't push boundaries and you won't be inspired. Um. Another thing is always approach everything with love. Um. No matter what happens, no matter the altercations. I I have a short term. I will lie, but I always try to just be. Yeah positive and just uh, give love and five just because you're giving out love doesn't mean you're also gonna take when people disrespect you yeah 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 don't take that don't take, don't take that and it's never worth it i always look back when i took the bs i'm like why did i take that yeah, bs me too i'm happy now i don't take no bs too because <laughs> i feel like everyone has to go through that yeah, yeah like what yeah it, yeah no i think you ain't about yeah. to do that yeah. no my soul sister oh. i swear <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That was Groovy Joe. She is so groovy and so cool. Please go out there to every social media platform and follow her. Go to all the digital media platforms and stream her music. Anything you want to tell the fans? Okay, so my tape is out, available everywhere. Pressure EP, available on all platforms. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. That's where we're wrapping off at VIP Access this week. This is Groovy Joe. It's been amazing to listen to her, to get into her music, her inspirations, and why she's for all females. Next week, I'll be hosting yet another amazing musician or rapper or creative. You never know. You just have to come back here to VIP Access. Ciao. VIP Access with Aniko. VIP Access with Aniko.